Hi guys, and welcome to chapter 12 of my medical thriller, The Regulator. I believe we only have a chapter or two left, and then we are done. Callan. I'm sorry, what? August blinks, wide-eyed. Shh, Grandma says. Here, everyone glove and mask up. You'll be fine. For every vial I inject, you'll drink two red vials. You'll be instantly cured and building antibodies for Z5, and the virus is destroyed inside of you. I don't like this at all. My best friend turns to face me. You owe me a beer. Two, actually. Maybe even three. Right, I nod. Grandma hooks the black vial onto the end of the IV tube, and the zephyrine flows from the vial into his bloodstream. He instantly drinks two phenylines. Then he hands me another, and I pocket it for Zara. You'll need two more, Grandma hands him over. She's far enough along in the illness by this point. That makes me a little nervous, but I brush it aside and focus on the task at hand. We complete the same process in every single exam room until we reach room one. August has gotten pretty sick of the red vial taste, so he's happy to be unhooked from the IV in its portable stand. Ouch, he remarks when the tube's removed. I'm sore already. That's another bruise for tomorrow. I've pocketed five vials of phenylene just in case, and we're about to leave, having wiped out the virus and a lot of the cure, unfortunately, when I hear footsteps. The flashlight on August's phone suddenly shuts off. There's a loud whispering noise. I feel a hand on my shirt collar. It's Grandma. She looks at me, horrified. They're coming, she whispers. They're coming. Run. Chapter 12, Gia. I'm strapped to the treatment chair, a washcloth shoved in my mouth until the corners of my lips bleed. The nurse takes my hair in her hands. So unfortunate you've disappointed me, she whispers. So terribly unfortunate. Her head's cocked to the left. In her hand, she holds a syringe, full of orange liquid. Please wait, I say. I notice Ruby and Miranda, the redhead and the blonde, file in and sit down, watching me. No longer are they forced behind the panel. Theo walks in, but he's not alone. Bobby is clutching his arm, looking into his eyes and laughing. Huh. Oh, we aren't there yet, the nurse assures me. Don't worry, Gia. We have a long way to go. And soon after, Callan will be in the exact same spot. No, I shake my head. Leave my brother out of this. She sets aside the syringe, then grabs my hair and pulls it into a ponytail. She ties it and then pulls the shears from the cart nearby. In one snip, she's cut off my entire hair. Tears come to my eyes. Why are you doing this? You broke the rules, Gia. She looks at me with a false sense of pity. You brought this upon yourself. Now you'll pay the price. Please, I beg. She wipes my makeup off or what's left of it. She strips me of my clothing and forces me into a scrappy gown. I'm making you normal, she hisses. You've proven you will never be like Layla. As if to make matters worse, the icon herself stands in the room, towering over everyone else, her blonde locks spilling over her shoulders and cascading down to her waist. Her eyes are bright and clear, and she looks like she has no sorrow for me, no remorse. She's smiling. In fact, everyone is smiling, except for Ruby. Ruby's just staring. It's actually creeping me out. The nurse clears her throat. I've decided, she begins, that I'm going to send you to the regulator first. You don't have to wait to visit with your father. You'll get an up-close experience. She rolls the chair across the room and stops it just before the silver trap door. No, I say, but it's too late. The door's opened, I'm unstrapped, and I'm sent flying down a chute. I'm carried up an elevator after landing on a platform, and it stops after what feels like half an hour. A silver door opens on the other side. I close my eyes. I don't want to face my fate.